And now, welcome to Chai with Manju, with your host, Dr. Manju Shad. Hello and welcome to a very special edition of Chai with Manju. Our guests today are renowned and accomplished filmmakers who are also very courageous. They are perhaps the only couple to have won the National Film Award for the same film in the same year called Tashkent Files. They have now returned with a very extraordinary film called Kashmir Files. Let's meet Vivek Agnihotri and Pallavi Joshi. Vivek and Pallavi, very welcome to Boston. We are honored and excited to have you. We're going to get straight into the interview. And um, Vivek, you said that this was a story that needed to be told. And you've been researching for over four years. And you've called it a story about humanity. So we would love to hear in your words. Tell us about your movie. Um, okay, so thanks uh, for inviting us. I have got to know that you are the rock star of Boston <laughs> and the entire Massachusetts and New England area. So it's a privilege to be here with you, uh, really. And it's, it's you an have honor. a warm, infectious smile. So congratulates on that. Thank so, you. Okay, this film, The Kashmir Files, basically is based on four years of hard research and sweat, where we interviewed uh, all the first-generation victims of Kashmiri Pandit genocide. And this film basically tells for the first time in the history of cinema, not Indian cinema, but any cinema in the world, the history of the Kashmir genocide, which took place in 1990 specifically and over that decade. Uh, this film narrates how politics has actually destroyed the capital of knowledge of the world. Kashmir was known for its uh, uh, its knowledge, its research, its innovation, its art, its literature, and everything which is great in humanity. But terrorism supported by the geopolitical players, how they have got the vested interest destroyed the world's most beautiful place, which is called the heaven on earth. That's what this movie is all about. And uh, Pallaviji, you said that uh, not only the Kashmiri Pandits did not get justice, they also did not get to tell their story. How successful do you think you have been in telling that story? Uh, well, I would say that this is just the first attempt that you know any filmmaker has made. And uh, one film is uh, definitely not sufficient to tell the story of uh, 30 years of injustice that the Kashmiri Pandits have faced. But at least this is a beginning. You know, nobody has ever made a story, and nobody has ever made a film from the point of view of the Kashmiri Pandits who were driven away from their homes uh, over 30 years ago. And in the last 30 years, they haven't been able to go back, not even visit their motherland, forget going back and staying there again, but uh, a lot of them are afraid to even go back. So this is a grave injustice. And when we heard their story, we decided that, you know, as Indians, we have somewhere, uh, the whole system has failed our uh, fellow citizens, our fellow countrymen and women. And we should do whatever is in our capacity. Both of us are filmmakers, so we decided to make a film on this. And hopefully, with the steps that we've taken, 
more and more filmmakers are inspired to tell the true stories of everything you know that is happening in india god forbid but uh, we we are talking about kashmir in this film but if something similar were to happen in any, any other state of india are we going to stay quiet and you know not look in that direction at all i think it's wrong so if we've made a start i hope more and more filmmakers find the courage to tell the true stories of india and of the humanity around the world and uh, vivek ji what are some of the biggest challenges you faced when you made this movie including i heard you actually broke your leg <laughs> yeah see uh, breaking the leg is uh, not such a big deal because uh, it also uh, in a way it helps me because i understand the pain this is nothing in front of the pain of people whose parents were killed people who had to leave their home forever without anything in their hand you know imagine if you have to leave your hand in 5 minutes and you can't even carry the uh, your photographs your clothes nothing and you never get a chance in your lifetime to go back to that so that pain is much bigger than this pain but as far as challenges are concerned making these kind of films uh, which are based on harsh truth and reality which are basically against terrorism or evil people is very difficult because then the evil people and the terrorists start threatening you and they want to shut your voice and uh, Uh, despite all the threats to our lives and our uh, thing, nobody wants to also finance these films. Nobody wants to distribute, market these films. People are scared. You know what happened with Charlie Hebdo when they made a uh, one cartoon in France? Uh, their journalists were killed. You know, and so it's become like there is no constitutional law anymore. There is personal justice. You can't say a word against anybody. They come and they want to kill you. So therefore, that is the biggest challenge. But then I said, if I don't do it. i don't think anybody is going to do it because everybody is making movies to uh, to collect money but it's for me it's a life's mission to tell these untold stories against inhumanity and so this film is dedicated to all the persecuted people of the world pallavi ji i actually read that a fatwa was issued against your husband and not only as a filmmaker you are also the wife and the mother how did you deal with that how did you handle that at an emotional level well uh, the fatwa came uh, when we had almost finished with we were almost finished with the shooting of the film you know uh, and yes it does scare you i won't be uh, dishonest in saying that as a you know family person as somebody with responsibilities as someone you know who loves her family immensely yes there was there was a you know minute or two where i i was i i was really scared but um, you know we we'd already shot the film and uh, as they say that i was cast so the film just had to we are not going to fight for my children to live it you know i didn't want to set a wrong precedent in front of them i wanted them to learn that uh, we have to fight for justice we have to stand up for what is correct and uh, i i think i think this was the right way to move ahead so in spite of all the threats in spite of all you know whatever uh, the two minds that i was in for a while we still decided that no there's no turning back from here oh, let me ask you one more question um you know and this is a question i really enjoy asking filmmakers vivek ji when you look back is there anything you would have done in the movie differently 
see as a filmmaker you always always want to do more and more and more uh, and the kind of filmmaker i am i'm always growing and learning new things every single day so if i what i'm telling you right now if you do the same interview half an hour later maybe i'll say something else because my mind is always working and observing and thinking differently so if this film yes there are few things but as far as the film is concerned in totality i think this is a perfect film because when it comes to human tragedy you know there is no end to pain how deep can you go it's like an ocean of tears how deep can you go but i think we what we have tried to do is take we have taken people to the shore of this at the the, the shore of the pain and by looking at the waves you can understand how deep the pain is what a wonderful response you guys have had to the movie in united states wherever you've gone the love has been truly overwhelming yes um we are i'm i'm so i'm so grateful that you know people are uh, not just liking the film uh, because somewhere we knew that we had made a sincere effort we had made uh, a good film and we knew that uh, people would like the film but the way people have owned this film and the way they are writing personal reviews about it the way they are flooding the social media with uh, the messages that come out through this film the message of peace the message of humanity the greatest message of humanism that is coming through this film and how they they are carrying it forward it's truly overwhelming and if i may if i may add a little to what you had asked vivek earlier about the film i would say that not just in this film but uh, you know there are moments in your life when you turn and uh, you know look back and think if i could have done things differently but i think our life is a sum total of what we've done in the past Yes. so wherever we are today we are here because of uh, what because of what we've done in the past so somewhere i'll we would like to add a few more things to the film i think it's uh, i i think if what we've done is uh, is really good i'm very happy with our effort and while there is always room for improvement one has to just uh, you know tell oneself that you shouldn't look back and repent about the things that you've not done but feel happy about the things that you could do yes and i yeah. think that's uh, uh, that is a more positive attitude and that and there are a lot of films uh, and filmmakers who put a lot of love in the film i think what you also put is lot of expertise and your experience and above all i think what you added is courage because you've had the courage to tell the story which nobody has told for decades so you know we we salute you for that So that's not the, just not just us you know i think it was a great effort by the entire crew and cast because right. all of them knew the subject that uh, they were getting involved with right. and everybody made be our uh, uh, you know director of photography made be our music director made be our costume designer made be our casting uh, guy made be uh, you know our uh, production designer our, our production team vivek's direction team our edit department everybody has actually put in their best and we could we could see while they were working how passionate they were and how you know how uh, uh, they wanted to give their best and make this uh, film stand apart from all the other films that oh, um hello ji i watched you for a long time you are one of our most renowned 
actresses, of course. And uh, what is it like as a couple to be in the same industry? Uh, what is it like to work together? <laughs> it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's like uh, we never have to make each other understand uh, the dynamics of this profession. <laughs> we don't have to explain to each other the need for us to have, uh, you know, longer working hours. The need to sometimes work through the night, work for 24 hours at a stretch and then uh, do nothing and just leave for 48 hours. <laughs> So all these things, you know, we, we don't have to explain it because we are both in the same profession. We understand this. And uh, honestly, sometimes it gets a little boring also because we are constantly together. So we try and give each other that space. But uh, on the whole, you know, I think the age and the place where we've reached in life, uh, I think at this age, companionship really matters most. And what could be better than to be working with your spouse? Uh-huh. And Vivek, I saw you doing this, but since you are the writer, I'm going to ask you to say some words also. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, it's wonderful. And Pallavi is my senior, by the way, in film industry. So she she's also my guide. It. That's the good thing. <laughs> she's she also my like guide. <laughs> and Pallavi is the force behind uh, this new kind of films which I'm making. Earlier, I was making big commercial films, but Pallavi has been uh, really, really the shining light and the guiding light behind it. She's very inspirational and she's my best critic. She criticizes and we, I resist, but I ultimately understand. And, and she also brings a lot of quality and value to whatever I do. So it's great being a director and an actor. It's a very bad combination to be actors. Then you have a professional uh, jealousy. But right now we don't have anything like that. And I heard both your children are in the movie as well. Is that right? Oh, yeah. See, my daughter is here. She's working. Shooting ah, right now. They look very comfortable. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, we are working all the times. And uh, the entire family is into films. Yeah. It's amazing how hard these trips, you know, around the United States are. You're traveling all the time. You get no sleep. Both of you still look very fresh. Uh, though you're exhausted. So my uh, question for you, Vivek, is that if you had a wish list and, you know, you worked so hard on this movie, what would be the one change that you would like to see in the world after this movie is released? The only thing, only thing I wish that the students in university campuses uh, understand how they are being brainwashed against certain narrative. And I think that is the pain of every parent in US. I see that very well. And I, I wish if this film even awakens and even uh, educates even one dozen students, you know, uh, and they understand how the academia brainwashes them against their own parents and country, against their own civilization, and make them support the terrorists and the people who support terrorism I think that would be the biggest victory of this film. What about you, Padaviji? What would what would be on your wish list? Uh, the same thing. And adding to that, I think the film, as I said, uh, you know, though we have shown scenes of terrorism and, you know, just sometimes barbaric in nature, but the message of the film is peace. You know, when a bunch of brainwashed people 
pick up guns, they destroy the entire fiber of the society. You know, the the economy, the the policy uh, making, the education, uh, science, art, literature, uh, theater. Everything, everything goes for a toss. As in Kashmir, there is. There is nothing right now. There is not even a cinema house where you can go and watch a movie. There is nothing for entertainment. There is nothing which can make you grow socially and culturally as a human being. And it's a terrible thing for uh, uh, you know young children who are growing up in Kashmir now. It is terrible that the only thing that they are seeing is uh, you know the movement of the Indian Army and uh, the narrative which is coming from the neighboring countries. that all indians are bad and they still do not consider themselves to be a part of india so if as vivek said even one dozen students if they understand this and if they take the message forward i'm sure i'm sure very soon uh, in a, in a few years we will see the change we will start seeing some change and that will be i think the greatest victory of all indians yes and uh, you've had many impactful events already in united states i have been following you you've done so what is the plan now uh, in boston for so many people who are going to watch where can they find you <laughs> uh, i think vivek would give that answer because he knows me <laughs> <Sorry, yeah. laughs> i said where can people find you okay, i know you so, so okay now we are every the venue also and in boston uh, we are i'm right now we have a lecture at uh, uh, the harvard club then from there straight we will move to university of massachusetts and umass and we have uh, again we are talking on kashmir and humanity kashmir and justice and kashmir and world peace these are the three themes tomorrow we are speaking to students at rhode islands at different professors and uh, after that on the friday we have the screening at 4 uh, pm uh, in malboro now all these places i am talking to uh, students of various ethnicity different countries different nationalities different races and my idea is to let the world know why kashmir is so important for humanity if world peace is the question then the philosophy which evolved in kashmir is the answer right and what's your uh, palavi ji what is your message for those who want to come and see you especially in boston love. spread love spread peace spread humanity and be human beings first countries ethnicities caste color religion they are all secondary what is more important is for us to connect as human beings and be human to each other we love dogs we keep dogs as our pets we have cats in our homes but we don't give human beings the same treatment we don't give them the same kind of uh, you know unconditional love and what stops us from doing that so that is the only message that i would like to give through our work our uh, you know this road show in state in united states let's all be human beings first let's all love each other that is let's all so take wonderful. each other at face value Uh, trust each other. Have faith in one another. You know, your timing is is so good in many ways. I think this is the time we've gone through really rough two years, and we are ready for change. I think people have done a lot of soul searching, and just the response that you're getting everywhere. You know, 
I think that you you are going to be the true courageous change makers that the world really needs. So I thank you so much. And I want to thank all the organizations, including Tradition of India, who are hosting you here. Thank you so much for joining us today and uh, wish you all the best. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much.